Okay, so like I feel like I've been talking for so I have been talking for like over three or four hours. But anyways, here's the thing. So, like I said in the previous episode, like I said in the previous episode, excuse me. Do it mean that I was wrong, or do it mean that I was right? You know, the, do it mean I was wrong or do it mean that I was right? The, you know, the fact that I was chosen by these sex traffickers to traffic off women, you know, to be prostituted off. And I think that a lot of, like I talked about it in the previous episode, but I really feel like, you know, I genuinely feel like, you know, they introduced it as like, oh, you get to be with an NBA player because they wanted to justify or sometimes make they somehow make themselves feel better about what they was doing. Like they tell themselves, oh, if you're okay with it, it's because it's an NBA player. Why would I feel bad for you? What's the difference? Don't try and, you know, feel like it's okay for you to be, you know, uh, uh, what a, what do you even call it? But a a groupie. Like, why is it okay for you to fornicate and be prostituted off because I'm an NBA player? I'm just a regular guy, just like anybody else, and you gonna learn that the hard way. So I feel like you know, that's why I feel like they was like kind of justifying that. That's why they wanted me to feel like. That's why they tested me and was like, hey, I'm an NBA player, so it's cool. You know, because if I would have been cool with it just because I was an NBA player, then I would have deserved it to them. But I wasn't going to do it anyway. I wasn't going to do it anyway. I was cool. But they did it anyways because they had already chosen me. And they wasn't going back on what they did. I guess I feel like they had already decided to themselves, yeah, this one. This ain't no good girl or, you know, she deserved it. She wrong. You know, she used those for their money or she just another one of those groupies, etc. Or, you know, just another girl looking for a come up. So toss her in there too. And, you know, that's how they justify it. And they... <laughs> They cast in judgments like they got, making they telling themselves that I'm in jurisdiction to decide your fate and what you deserve and what you would deserve, what you deserve to happen to you based off of how I feel, you know, the kind of person you is, you deserve this. Who are you to tell anybody what they deserve? Because what you deserve, man, what you deserve, listen, you better be ready. Telling somebody what they deserve. And I hate misogynistic men. I don't use that word. Hate is a strong word. But I can't stand misogynistic men who got a double standard. You know, what about all these men that you're auctioning these women off to? Are they being auctioned off as well? To anybody, not just women. Because I'm sure they would love that. To men. Yeah. To dogs. Yeah, to animals. Yeah. Are you auctioning them off? 
No, you're not because you're misogynistic. You have a double standard and somehow you feel like you're even in the position to cast judgments on women because of under the pretenses of your double standard. Like, you really feel like you the type of person to say, okay, she just, she's going to be doing that anyways, or she did do a one-night stand anyways, or she probably did this before, so she deserved to be in that. Like, that's messed up, you know? It's a lot of women, it's a lot of people, it's a lot of men out here fornicating. And when Jesus said, let he who's without sin cast the first stone, you know what's so crazy? He said that to a bunch of misogynistic men. Because each and every single last Pharisee and scribe had committed adultery. Don't quote me. I don't know for a fact that they all committed adultery. But I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Now he said sin. And all sin is equal. And sin is a broad word. So that means any sin really. But I don't doubt for one second that. Many, if not each and every single last one of those Pharisees and scribes have committed adultery or were committing adultery. Excuse me. It was just a double standard because that was a woman. That's what it is. That's that's the truth. And I ain't gonna lie. I always felt this way. But I also heard a pastor say it as well. Anyways, Jesus was different because we all knew that Jesus was different. Because even though he was celibate, he had never committed a sin. He still loved Mary, who was a prostitute. Former prostitute. He embodied forgiveness. And then here you are, feeling like in all your wrong, that you're able to... Judge women and throw them into, you know, a sex trafficking ring. Violating their human right. Because you feel like you are within the jurisdiction to cash your double double standards. Oh my gosh, like it's so sad. We live in this world of these imperfect men and women so wrong but still feel like they can judge man you know if only you were held to the standard that you hold other people at if only you were maybe you would you know maybe you'd be better for real maybe maybe the world would be safe from you for real because you're so wrong you're so wrong but anyways at this point, I don't think that it really would matter. Everything I have to say about this individual, how wrong they are. Because when it comes down to it, you know, God already showed me they suffering more. They suffering way worse. Yeah, that is. Because you don't do stuff like that and get away with it. You don't do stuff like that and get away with it. Like, what goes around comes around. You may be escaping consequences now, but you won't forever. You know that. And more than that, God loves his people. He's coming for them. So, yeah, just on the last one.
last one. And you might think it's funny. You might think it's cute. Well, at least I got you. So what? You had suffered. I made sure you suffered worse than anybody. Because, of, you know, da, 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 whatever. The thing about it is, you know, last one. And nobody else going to suffer. I know that must hurt. And all your hard work. Everything you, you know, everything you put into this. You get nothing. It's all going. Not another woman will ever have to suffer. That's enough for me alone. I already know more com- more to it. Oh, you're going to have to suffer for what you did. Yeah. And that. But I don't care about that. I just care that another woman. I do care about that a lot. But I just, more than anything, I care about that. No other woman will ever have to suffer like this ever again to me. Ever. Ever at the hands of you. That's it. I'm so blessed. I'm blessed. I thank the Lord every single day he birthed me, June 24th, 1997. The day your your fate was set in stone. (laughs) I know you hate me. I know you hate me. And who (laughs) would But anyways, you know, I'm so blessed because they sure knew not to touch no white girl. What was going to happen to them? They was doing it in the spirit. They was going to get exposed a lot sooner. And I've been, I've been going through so much. I've been going back and forth battling with them. To the point where they're trying to get me to submit. Like, you know, if you don't somehow submit to me and, you know, give up your fight and just accept this as your fate, you're going to suffer for the rest of the That's a big thing to say now, only being 24 years old. I know that that's a mighty, you know, big, you know, declaration to make. But guess what? <laughs> I seen hell. I ain't going there. So, you know, I think I'm making the right decision. I know I'm making the right decision. And I was in hell. I was there. I bust out of there. I bust out of hell. And if you say I'm lying, you you lying, you making stuff up. You ain't bust out of hell. Well, if I ain't bust out of hell, this ain't happening right now. This is true as this is. So it's that I burst out of hell. I was in hell. They put me in hell for nothing. They put me in hell for... Um, They put me in hell for being the end... They put me in hell for being a very embodiment of their fate. They put me in hell for being a vessel of God. So, you know, I don't know. I don't need no appreciation. I don't need no thank you from nobody. I don't need no pat on the back. Oh, my God. Thank you. We worship you. No. Give it all to Jesus. 
Oh, glory be to God, because I'm telling Oh, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. I'm sorry if I sound tired. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning. But the Lord is worthy. The Lord is worthy. He is worth our praise. Like, I know I'm telling you so many different people, so many different women will look at my situation and everything I've been through and say, why didn't you give up on him? Why didn't you, you know, after everything the Lord allowed to happen to you, he didn't have to let them actually hurt you in order to end them. He has the power to end them without you ever having to be a victim. You didn't have to be the last. The last person could have been the last. Why did he allow that to happen? Listen, it hurts. It really does. It hurts that I had to go through all of this. But the fact of the matter is, you know, after everything the Lord has shown me, after everything. I've gone through after everything they put me through. If somebody can put you through all of this, if somebody can, you know, take you through all of this because of who you are to God, you need to understand they whatever it is that they about to go through, whatever it is waiting on them, trust me, it's worth it. Because the fact of the matter is, you, <laughs> you probably like, okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and get a little rundown what I just felt like doing anyways. Almost about to skip over it, but I'm not going to let that devil win. Here's the thing. So, they found me praying. They, like. They, not only say they find me, they didn't find me. God planted me. God planted me and knew that they was going to bite the bait. Like I said, why me? And they so mad they bit the bait, but so is the fish when they flop out the water. You bit the bait, it's too late. But anyways, God planted me and they bit just like a fresh worm. And I'm telling you, like, it was the worst mistake they ever made in their life. They wish they overlooked me that day. I promise you, they wish. I don't want to say it like that because saying it like that is underestimating the fact that they knew who I was. That's the sad part about it. They didn't choose me because I was just, they wouldn't have chose a witch. I don't want to say that. I don't want to speak for them. I don't know if they would have chose a witch. I don't know if they would have chose a wicked person who they felt like deserved it. But the thing was, like I said, it was getting messy. They was getting reckless. Because at first, I feel like for to a certain extent, they was... I don't even want to get them that benefit of the doubt. But I do feel like to a certain extent, almost... They was making sure they was only getting the gold diggers. 
only getting the ones who they felt like deserve it. I'm not justifying nothing that they did because no woman ever deserves this. And who are they to judge? You know, throw yourself in there. And so I'm not justifying nothing that they did. And God isn't either. But, you know, I feel like to us, this, I'm just telling what I feel like. I feel like they was justifying it by telling themselves that, you know, we only get in a girl, the women who deserve it, the dirty one, not dirty, I ain't gonna speak for that, but the, you know, gold diggers who only want dudes with statuses, would do it for a dude with, stat- with a status, but think it's somehow different. Like, you just a prostitute. And, you know, like, that's their mindset. Their mindset is, if you only mess with a dude because of his money, you a prostitute. So they put it, he put you in a prostitution ring, even though that's so wrong. But they feel like it's, it's nothing wrong with it. It's the same thing than what you've been doing before. And you weren't getting paid for it before. You ain't going to get paid for it now. For real, I don't know how it would go for anybody outside of me. All I know is they was justifying it like that. And then they start getting messier. Where it's like, you know, they got so used to getting away with it that they didn't even, you know, necessarily only do the people who they felt so-called deserve it. They didn't even necessarily was only putting the women in there who were so-called gold diggers. They was getting the good girls. They was getting the good girls. They 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 were setting good girls up. You know what I mean? Like, for the gold diggers, the easy ones, they like, oh, that was easy. She already showed her hand. I ain't even got to set her up. But for the good girls, they knew it was wrong, so they had to make, you know, the good girls wrong. Like, for example, how they tested me. Like, oh, you know, what would you want out of it? Or, you know, you want to be with an NBA player for a night? And I said No. And I moved forward my life and I prayed you away. And you still went forward anyways. And then moving forward, what did you do? You try to make it seem like I would have did that anyways. It just took a little bit more coercion. All I had to do was tempt her a little more. All I had to do was stay on her a little more. She must have knew something. But you knew you would have did that anyways. It didn't matter if I was, you know, if I deserved in your terms, like you're supposed to be able to judge whether I determine or not. But it doesn't matter if I deserved it or not. It doesn't matter if I deserved it or not. You would have done it anyways. You don't care. And then after you realize how wrong you was, that you really got the wrong one. But you don't even realize God set you up. But after you realize you got the wrong one, you worked overtime. To make it look like you was not wrong. So that you never had to answer for what you did. And you said you didn't care so that you can get away get away with it. And you told yourself, just like a fool, God is not see. God is not real. And he watched you the whole time. He knew you was like that. He knew you was doing that. 
He knew you didn't really care who you was getting. He knew you was trying to justify saying, I'm, this person deserves it. This person, you know, is pretty much prostituting themselves off anyways by only dealing with guys with money. So this is what they deserve. And this is, you know, balancing the world. You feel like you was right. You feel like you was in a position to judge. But he knew it didn't matter to you really. You was so corrupt and you had to be to feel like you was even in a position to judge anybody like that. If you ever feel like you in a position to judge and you go and do something, casting judges judgments on people thinking you are right and they're wrong, as wrong as you are, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He literally what you just proved is that it don't matter. Who it was. It don't matter if she deserved it or not. You would have did it anyways because you corrupt. You corrupt. That's why he set you up. Oh, how he set you up? Because he made sure that he put somebody in your path that didn't deserve it. And guess what? It wasn't hard to tell she didn't deserve it. It wasn't hard to tell she was innocent. But it wasn't that it wasn't like you was looking for that because you did not care it never mattered and that just justifies that each and every single last woman that you thought you was putting in there because they deserved it never deserved it not one of them because you're not even in the position to judge what do you mean like you're not you're wrong how can you judge when you can't even see the bigger picture you can't see the big picture you cannot judge when you're corrupt. The Lord says, take the log out of your own eye before you can take the speck out of your brothers. Let he who was without sin cast the first stone. Do you know what that means? That means you're so wrong, you don't know what's right. So how are you going to tell somebody else what's right? you corrupt and you deserve that. You got set up just like you were setting people up. But, um... Moving forward, you know, I don't know how anybody could even do that anyways with with a child or daughter. Daughters. Planning on having daughters or even women in their family. They don't care about nothing or nobody, trust me. But the thing about it is, you know, one thing I realized is, really, the way that they was doing that, how they were sleeping at night, was they was telling themselves this girl was not a good girl. This girl deserved that. This girl was already wrong. This girl only messed with guys for statuses or money. So that must, you know, they was doing it already anyways. I ain't do nothing but, you know, put them on a the path that was on. What I ain't wrong. That's how you slept that night. And <laughs> God said, I don't, you know, I don't know how you sleep. Because... Lying to yourself. It's not surprising though, because you gotta be lying to yourself to ever feel like you such a amazing human being that you can even cast that judgment. Like how do you not look yourself in the mirror and say, Think all your mistakes, all your wrong, all your sin, all the things that you are not doing perfectly, you're not perfect, you're not Jesus. Your lies you're cheating. You tell me you never committed not one sin. Ever in this world. Lie again. Because even that young man who went to Jesus and said, Jesus, 
I know all the commandments. And up until this day, I have followed every single one. I have not committed not one sin, not one. Jesus said, okay, well, sell all your possessions and then come and take your, take up, you know, come walk with me as one of my disciples. And that man walked away because he was rich. And he was like, I can't do it. Sin. How are you going to be rich? I don't care if you never lied. She just stole or violated none of the commandments. You can't even be rich while people out here starving, living up, plush, comfortable, feet kicked up. You never lied, stole, cheated, none of that. You perfect, right? But you rich. Nah. Remember, you had to sell all that and go become one of Jesus' disciples. Don't forget that part. So, I don't know. Something tell me, like, you know, this person is judgmental as they is. I don't feel like they was even perfect enough to even, you know, even like the man in the story who didn't violate none of the Ten Commandments. I don't even feel like they was even that, you know, one point. I don't know their life. But, you know, it's kind of debatable. You know, you would consider it only because for you to be so, you know, for you to be so arrogant, you know, and judgmental, you must have it all right. You ain't never made it. You ain't never did nothing wrong in your life, have you? You're perfect. But the only perfect man who ever existed was Jesus. So I know that ain't true. But let's say you didn't did enough to make you feel like you can do that. <laughs> I don't care. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, we see how that's turning out for you. For real. But, you know, as wrong as I am, he used me. As wrong as I am, as wrong as I am every single day, as wrong as I still am, he's using me. And I know it's a bunch of people want to chime in right now. But you ain't doing this. But you ain't doing that. It'll be a miracle if you get out. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This all I hear. You ain't out yet. You still wrong. It's not what you think. You, you, you being lied to. You know, you ain't really doing nothing for real. Like, God ain't saving you. Um, You so wrong. You know, you'd be lucky if you ever get out of this alive. You know, uh, what else am I hearing? Um, You deserved it. Um, I'm getting away with this. Uh, God's on my side, not yours. Ooh, I love that one. Um, I'm more right than you are. Ooh, I love that. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, he's so amazing. And guess what? Like, what? What can I say? Look at this situation and don't lie to yourself again. Which got you in this situation? Cause you said you ain't lie. And you lying to yourself. Yeah, that's a sin too. So, and then another, you know, it's another sin. 
because how a person gonna even you know feel like you look good enough to even put you in a sex trafficking ring and doesn't that mean that you're looking upon somebody with lust that's a sin and that's adultery especially if you marry that's adultery if you marry it's a lot of sins i can i don't even got to know your life and i can just call out a lot of them. judgment judge being judgmental that's a sin Judging someone is a sin. You're not even supposed to form an opinion. That's a sin. What else? Uh, uh, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Clearly, that's a sin. You know, even taking vengeance into your own hands or, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, I mean, putting somebody in a sex shopping can read so many different sins with that. Like... For example, this is in a spirit, so ain't you causing somebody else to commit adultery? You are, you know, their blood is on your hands and somebody commits suicide, so that's murder. Um, lying, I already said that. Cheating, you know, like, yes, I already said that. What else? Um, covetousness is... Are you committing covetousness? Is that covetous? I can can find that. Yeah, I can find covetousness in that. Because, you know, covetousness is a look upon someone someone else's things and want it for yourself. Well, I guess you're doing that with God. You're looking upon God's ability to judge. You want to judge for yourself. Covetousness. Idolatry. Absolutely. I mean, you ain't doing this by the will of God. So that must mean you worshiping Satan. Idolatry. False gods. You see yourself as a god enough to judge like this? Like, we are little gods. We are gods. The Bible says we're gods. But by the grace of God. So, false gods, you know. Um. What else? I said lying, cheating, murdering, murder, covetousness. Idolatry, adultery, um, oh, bearing false witness against your neighbor when you lied on me. When you tried to justify what you did, when you knew I didn't deserve that, I didn't deserve to be in this ring. And you can lie and say that that's not true at all, that I you still feel like I did. But, you know, God set you up, so we all know that wasn't true. Um, What's another thing? It was one I just had a uh, very false witness against her neighbor. A false testimony. Uh, that's false testimony. What else? I think it's, for, it's fornication. One of the Ten Commandments. That would be adultery, right? Mm. I'm sorry. I gotta look this up because I just had it on my mind. Which number that was a ten name in vain i don't i can't say that i have you know um evidence of that but i'm pretty sure you did i don't speak on that though you might you most likely did though uh 
Oh, honor thy father and mother and keep the holy day the Sabbath. I don't know if you're keeping the holy day. But I do. I don't know if you even honor your father and mother. You probably is. But to be quite honest with you, it really wouldn't matter. Because you didn't already perverted and twisted the word of the Lord so much that got you to this point. Make you feel like you can even do what you're doing. You wrong. You ain't never been right. Never. So, it don't even matter if I go down the list of the Ten Commandments. You're wrong. You're wrong. Even if you somehow technically obeyed each and every single last one of them, you're wrong. You're wrong. The only way you would have possibly even been right at all, you still ain't right, is to mind your business and stay out of it. Stay out of people's lives and stop judging other people at all. Or feeling like you can't. Even thinking you better than somebody, you sinning. That's a sin. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like people are delusional. It's a strong delusion, man. Satan, he is so crafty. Because you be thinking you so right. And you be thinking, you know, I need to go do the Lord's work. And you think you're doing the Lord's work. Excuse me. I'm telling you, he'll lead you right into sin. But that's okay, though, you know? It's okay because we all sin. You know what the problem with that is? The problem is when you feel like you're right. When you don't see that you're wrong and you're unrepentant. That's the danger of falling into sin when you think you're right. You don't know you're wrong. And you don't ask for forgiveness. And you better do that before it's too late. I don't care how right you think you is. You think you ain't never been wrong. Ask forgiveness right now just in case. Right now. For real. You don't know. You don't know how wrong you are. So many different times we are wrong. I'm wrong every day, all day. I remember praying, asking for forgiveness all day, every day, all day, every day for like, I don't know how long, probably a week before I finally asked God, like, God, I've been praying, asking for forgiveness all day. Ain't I'm praying too much? And I asking for forgiveness. Forgive me for asking for forgiveness. I don't even need forgiveness for. He was like, what you mean? You ain't even, you ain't even begin to scratch the surface. I'm like, oh, you talking about all the stuff I've been doing. Yeah, you right, you right. He's like, nah, every day. You can ask me for forgiveness all day. And that still wouldn't cover your sin every day, all day. You wrong every day, all day. What you need to understand is that I was wrong. You know, I was in my sin a lot, but that don't make a difference because what you need to understand is God is counting every little thing. A lot of times we don't see it because we raised that way. We raised to think this stuff is okay. It ain't all the way your fault. But if you are repentant, that's your fault. You can be wrong and not know it, but you better ask for forgiveness anyways. Until you do. But. Like I said. Judgment is a sin. So I ain't judging you. But um. Moving forward though. You know. I pray that. You know. Everything. 
I pray everything be alright with you. I pray everybody be okay. I pray that this is the last time this ever happens to anybody. I pray everybody gets deliverance. I pray everybody receive deliverance. I pray, you know, peace, protection, love, grace, mercy on each and every single last person involved in this situation and not involved. Jesus Christ in your mighty name. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for being present, Lord Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sufficient grace and mercy, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for keeping and protecting us and guiding us, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we come to you humbly and we ask you for forgiveness, Lord God. Forgive us for our sins, knowingly and unknowingly, Lord Jesus. Help us to focus on you, God. Help us to choose you, Lord Jesus, in any and all things. Help us to put you over any and all things in our life, Lord God. Help us to receive you, Lord Jesus. If anyone has not received you, Lord Jesus, we want to ask in your mighty name, you forgive and accept and receive them, Lord Jesus. I pray that they receive you, Lord God. Father, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for your precious blood that you shed on a cross for us, Lord God. Thank you for your life, your ultimate sacrifice. Lord Jesus, and the ultimate price that you pay for the forgiveness of each and every single last one of our sins, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you, Father. We love you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, all glory be to you, God. All glory be to you, Father. Because we thank you that you gave your only perfect, precious, begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to come down in the flesh and die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you that you love us so much that you have given him for us, Lord Jesus. Father, forgive us for our sins, Lord God. When we're wrong, we don't know it. Forgive me, Lord God. If I'm wrong and I don't know it, but Lord God, please help me to encourage somebody. Please help me to help somebody, Lord God. I know you know my heart. And, Lord God, I just want anybody, anybody who I may be able to reach or access this, even despite, you know, the word I've been given from you, Lord God, thank you, Father. I love you. I'm sorry. And I thank you. Well, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your vindication. Thank you for your validation. Thank you for your acceptance, Father. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Thank you. Because I know you are everything. I know you don't want me to, you know, care about these things. I know you don't want me to expose these people, Father. Actually, I'm sorry, Father. Let me not speak for you. But I know that, you know, you are calling me to 
to do a certain thing, Father, and I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to make the wrong decisions, Father. So help me and guide me, and I thank you because I feel you agreeing with me. I feel you taking my side. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Forgive me when I'm wrong. Guide me. Speak through me. Help me to praise you correctly, worship you correctly, guide someone else to do so, Father. I pray that I'm reaching people through you. Excuse me. I pray that you're reaching people through me, Father. That your work is being done through me. Allow me to be a sufficient vessel, Father, for you. Thank you. And... I pray peace and protection over anyone who may hear this message or anyone, period, who needs you, Lord Jesus. Thank you in your mighty name, I pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So, I'm not even going to lie. Once I started praying that the Father's Prayer, I started feeling held to start worshiping. Get up on my knees and start worshiping again. Like I did the night that, you know, demons start manifesting Demons came off of me. I was used as a vessel to deliver my sister. Excuse me. I just started, you know, actually, you heard the way I just prayed that prayer. I remember praying that prayer over a million times. My knees still haven't healed because of it. All my knees praying to God and I just felt compelled to do that again but the reason why I didn't do it is because I I don't want to make excuses for myself but I've been praying I had prayed for like three or four months straight and I'm still in pain six months later my whole body aches every day pain pills don't help a lot of times I'm aching every day. My I don't even feel. I don't even have energy in my body. I hate to make excuses. I just I know that the Lord gives me strength. He heals my body when I am in tune with Him. I don't feel a thing. The Lord is my pain killer. He is my healer, and if I want to be healed, I have to get up and pray. I have to find the energy. It's the devil making my body hurt every time I start praying. Because he wants me to, you know, be in the flesh and be carnal-minded. And I know. But, you know, how can I explain it unless you know what this is like? I don't know how to explain it. Like, man, I suffered for months. I prayed until I passed out. I fasted until I almost died. 
Like, I'm not going to lie, because the thing is, I know I wasn't going to die. God said I was not going to die. I could have fasted for 40 days, and I wouldn't have died. But I remember I fasted for 10 days straight until I got up and almost passed out. And I and God, I feel like God told me, if you pass out, you ain't going to wake up. I almost passed out, but the Lord gave me strength. Like, he's like, just take it slow, okay? Just breathe and walk slowly. And I, I'm telling you, God told me. I don't know if it was the devil or God because God was telling me I'm going to give you the strength. I'll never let that happen. But I got told, if you pass out right now, after 10 days of not eating, you ain't getting up. And I remember going to sleep thinking, I may not wake up. But I knew I was because God was with me. But, yeah, I don't even know how I did that. I really don't. I do. It was God. I never would have been able to do that without the strength of God. Period. I've been trying since. I don't know. I tried to fast three days. A month later, two months later. After that, I tried to fast three days for three days. almost passed out on my way to the mailbox. And then I walked and I prayed and I walked and I prayed. I walked in my and I read my Bible. And I remember somebody said to me in the spirit, You going to the hospital. You going to the hospital. And then I kept walking and praying until I got so dizzy I almost fell almost passed out after three days of fasting and then like I don't know the Lord just I didn't want to go to the hospital and the Lord was just like you not going to the hospital you not going to the hospital you don't need that hospital don't go to the hospital they're going to try to kill you they not for you don't ever go to that hospital don't go to the hospital don't don't need it I'll heal you and then that's when I the Lord right before I would pass out because I felt this spirit kept walking me back and forth walking me back and forth and reading my Bible and I was telling myself the demon coming off of me the demon coming off of me and it was the demon I was killing whatever witch this was whatever demon this was that was you know um hurting me in the spirit I was killing it I could feel it a lot of times the hospital ain't going to be able to explain, like, different things that witches and demons place in your body. Like, and the devil, they place in your body, you know? And that, that was what was coming off of me and coming out. And that's when the Lord just sat me down on the couch, like, it's okay. I kept praying, and then that's your, next you know, one day I was giving birth to something. I was giving birth to something as I read the Bible, and I prayed, and I read the Bible, and every single time I prayed and wrote and I read the Bible, my body was like tensing up, and I felt like I was giving birth, like, I really felt like I was giving birth, like, I've never given birth before, but I know what it's like now, I, I don't know if I can ever truly say that, though, until I do, but I was giving birth to something. And I remember they said, it's a demon baby. 
giving birth to a demon baby, but I think that they was lying because nothing ever came out. And, you know, the devil is a liar. He kept telling me all this different stuff, like, it wasn't even true. Just, like, try to convince me that, you know, um, just like the devil tried to convince me that, you know, I was going to lose my sister. And I didn't. So that was a liar. Anyway, so I don't have to. I don't have to listen to him. God makes a way. I don't know way. And then I didn't like. I kept reading the Bible and focusing on the Bible. So I feel like I was giving birth. And then that's when I just couldn't no more. I couldn't take it no more. I couldn't read the Bible. I couldn't self deliver. I couldn't deliver myself. There's no way I could give birth like that and feel like I'm giving birth. While I read the Bible for myself, but nobody else would was around and do it for me. And every nobody cares. I I would say I can go to a, a church and have them do it, but I I don't know because I haven't tried. I'm not gonna speak for them. But like God has told me, they're not gonna be able to help. They they're they're not gonna be able to help you because this is what I'm telling you. You have to do me. This is what you have to do. And God also said, you know, that um, they all is, you know, not all of them, but any any pastor you gonna go to, they gonna be able to use. Any pastor you gonna go to, they gonna be able to use. And the different people that the Lord has led me to, that you know, I know it's not wrong. I know it's not corrupt. They have, I've asked them to pray for me. They have prayed over me. But God said, there's something I got to do. If it's possible, it might be possible. They might be able to deliver me. But in reality, God is telling me I got to do this myself. It's my, it's my, what do you call it? It's my, it's my destiny. It's my assignment. If I don't do it, I won't be who I'm destined to be. I'm a demon hunter. I need this. I need this. I need to do it. I need to accomplish it so that I can possess my full power and hone my gift. Otherwise, I won't ever be who I'm destined to be. And nobody can do it for me. I'm talking to God directly. I remember so many times saying, I need help. I need help. I need to find a pastor. I need people to pray over me in a circle. I need help. And God said, what more help do you need than the Lord Jesus himself? I'm here. Just keep going and don't quit. And I tried to for months. I do know that when I trusted in the Lord, as I trusted in the Lord, Nothing was able to affect me. Nobody was able to do anything. I have full control and full power over everything. Nobody can affect me at all. I mean, everything in this world. And you might say, what? No, you don't. Yes, I do. You want to know why? Because every whoever it is is against me. Whatever witch, sorcerer, whatever demon, Satan, 
He has so much control over this world. So the Lord gave me control because, you know, when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, when I'm honing my gift, when I'm not weak from not fasting and not listening and not doing what he told me to do, not worshiping out all day. I have power because, you know, that's the only thing that's fair. Like, it's not fair that I have to, you know, the whole world can be used against me. And they they all wicked, not all of them, but a lot of people are able to be wicked and against me. It's not fair. So, give me power to make it even, make it fair. But only at this power I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I had to suffer. And it's so sad because a lot of times I'm just suffering. Like, so many different times the Lord gets so tired of me. He about to throw me back. He really be about to throw me back. He don't know what to do with me. So many different times he be ready to throw me back into the pit. That's what I call it. Hell. And... I don't be knowing what to do. I be fighting. But I'm telling you, the Lord be so merciful on me where he's like, okay, okay, okay. I can't do you like that. I just can't do you like that. And I'm taking advantage of it, but not on purpose. It's just that when you've, I don't want to make excuses, but when when you've been through all that I've been through, and when you've done all that you think that you can do, only for it not to be enough, man. <sighs> you just don't know what to do. Imagine doing everything you can, fighting so hard for so long. And God keeps saying, it's, you're almost there, you're almost there. You feel so getting closer. But you don't have anything left. And God is running out of patience with you. But you just don't have anything left. You don't. You don't have it. And. He's telling you you do. And he's always right. But you just can't find it. You can't find it. I remember. I just. I remember just sitting on my floor, feeling like I was going to die. Like, just let me die. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm gone. I don't have nothing. I was fasting. I was praying. I was worshiping. I wasn't coming out of my bathroom for... I want to lie and say, yeah, I wasn't coming out of my bathroom for days. All I did was sit on my knees and pray and worship and and hope that I was getting closer and fast. And I was getting closer, but it still wasn't ever enough. I'll do, I would do it again, but I would have to have some sort of... I need something. I don't know what it is. I don't want to demand anything. I need help. 
I need real help. Like, if I get on my knees and I worship again, like, I need an extra boost. I need it to come out. I need it to come out as fast as possible. I need it to be obtainable. I need it to be obtainable. If I cannot obtain it, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm already just going to die. I'm just going to die. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to try so hard. I remember. I remember getting on my knees and worshiping after this scary dream. I had a vision that, you know, sweetie. The artist told me, do up next. And pretty much what she told me is out of all my worshiping. Guess what? I don't get a choice. I'm about to be in this for the rest of my life. But the only thing I get out of it is I get to be famous. Pretty much I sold my soul to the devil. I didn't, but. You know, he ain't giving me, I don't got a choice. If I don't get out of it, if I don't do what God told me to get out of it, that's what's going to happen. And I got up, and I, immediately I start worshiping God. Like, no, God, no, not me, not me, please, not me. And God showed me that I had slipped so far behind. When I got up. And I start worshiping with my arms to the sky. I saw this black darkness. It was this big heaviness on me. And God pretty much showed me. That's how far behind you got. Now you got to start all the way over again. Not all the way, I'm not going to lie, but it's pretty much starting all the way over again from where I was. And... I was like, I don't have it, God. I don't have it. I'm sorry I went to sleep. I'm sorry I stopped worshiping you. I'm so, I didn't stop worshiping him, but I, I, I laid down because I was, listen, do you know what it's like to stay in a bathroom for days worshiping God and not getting no sleep? I didn't, I, I fell asleep. And it took everything in me to get, actually go to sleep. And he tried to stop me, but. He had pushed me so far back. Every time I mess up, he put me back. So imagine all your progress you literally dying for. Every time you mess up, he push you back. He put you back. You got to do all this over again. A lot of times he being so generous that if you focus and you trust him and you say, okay, whatever it takes, he'll let you get back your spot easy. Not super easy, but easier than it took for you to get there the first time. But I I don't know. I just feel like like after all I've done, after all I've done, like why can't it just be over? Like I've done I haven't done enough. Like, I'm so 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 sick. I'm so sick. Dying. People 
fingers again. I know people. Okay, so. Like, I feel like I've been talking for so long. I've been talking for like over three or four hours. But, anyways, here's the thing. So, like I said in the previous episode, like I said in the previous episode, excuse me, do it mean that I was wrong or do it mean that I was right? You know, the, do it mean I was wrong or do it mean that I was right? The, you know, the fact that I was chosen by these sex traffickers to traffic off women, you know, to be prostituted off. And I think that a lot of, like I talked about it in the previous episode, but I really feel like, you know, I genuinely feel like, you know, they introduced it as like, oh, you get to be with an NBA player because they wanted to justify or sometimes make they somehow make themselves feel better about what they was doing. Like, they tell themselves, oh, if you're okay with it, just because it's an NBA player, why would I feel bad for you? What's the difference? Don't try and, you know, feel like it's okay for you to be, you know, a, a what, what do you even call it? But a, a groupie. Like, why is it okay for you to fornicate and be prostituted off because I'm an NBA player? I'm just a regular guy, just like anybody else, and you're going to learn that the hard way. So I feel like, you know, that's why I feel like they was, like, kind of justifying that. That's why they wanted me to feel like, that's why they tested me and was like, hey, I'm an NBA player, so is you cool with this? You know? Because if I would have been cool with it just because I was an NBA player, then I would have deserved it to them. But I wasn't going to do it anyway. I wasn't going to do it anyway. I was cool. But they did it anyways. Because they had already chosen me. And they wasn't going back on what they did. I guess I feel like they had already decided to themselves, yeah, this one. This ain't no good girl. Or, you know, she deserved it. She wrong. You know, she used those for their money. Or she just another one of those groupies, etc., or, you know, just another girl looking for a come-up. So, toss her in there, too. And, you know, that's how they justify and they they cast in judgments like they got, making they, telling themselves that I'm in jurisdiction to decide your fate and what you deserve and what you would deserve what you deserve to happen to you based off of how I feel, you know, the kind of person you is, you deserve this. Who are you to tell anybody what they deserve? Because what you deserve, man, what you deserve, listen, you better be ready telling somebody what they deserve. And I hate misogynistic men. I don't use that word. Hate is a strong word, but I can't stand misogynistic men who got a double standard, you know, what about all these men that you're auctioning these women off to? Are they being auctioned off as well? To anybody, not just women, because I'm sure they would love that. 
To men. Yeah. To dogs. Yeah, to animals. Yeah. Are you auctioning them off? No, you're not because you're misogynistic. You have a double standard. And somehow you feel like you're even in the position to cast judgments on women because of under the pretenses of your double standard. Like, you really feel like you the type of person to say, okay, she just, she gonna be doing that anyways, or she did do a one-night stand anyways, or she probably did this before, so she deserved to be in that. Like, that's messed up, you know? It's a lot of women, it's a lot of people, it's a lot of men out here fornicating. And when Jesus said, let he who's without sin cast the first stone, you know what's so crazy? He said that to a bunch of misogynistic men. Because each and every single last Pharisee and scribe had committed adultery. Don't quote me. I don't know for a fact that they all committed adultery. But I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Now he said sin. And all sin is equal. And sin is a broad word. So that means any sin really. But I don't doubt for one second that. Many, if not each and every single last one of those Pharisees and scribes have committed adultery or were committing adultery. Excuse me. It was just a double standard because that was a woman. That's what it is. That's that's the truth. And I ain't gonna lie. I always felt this way. But I also heard a pastor say it as well. Anyways, Jesus was different because we all knew that Jesus was different because even though he was celibate, he had never committed a sin. He still loved Mary, who was a prostitute, former prostitute. He embodied forgiveness. And then here you are feeling like in all your wrong that you're able to judge women and throw them into, you know, a sex trafficking ring. Violating their human right. Because you feel like you are within the jurisdiction to cash your, st- your double standards. Oh my gosh, like it's so sad. We live in this world of these imperfect men and women. So wrong, but still feel like they can judge. Man, you know, if only you were held to the standard that you hold other people at. If only you were, maybe you would, you know, maybe you'd be better, for real. Maybe maybe the world would be safe from you, for real, because you're so wrong. You're so wrong. But anyways, at this point, I don't think that it really would matter. Everything I have to say about this individual how wrong they are because when it come down to it you know god already showed me they suffering more they suffering way worse yeah that is because you don't do stuff like that and get away with it you don't do stuff like that and get away with it like what goes around comes around 
You may be escaping consequences now, but you won't forever. You know that. And more than that, God loves his people. He's coming for them. So, yeah, just on the last one. Last one. And you might think it's funny. You might think it's cute. Well, at least I got you. So what? You had separate. I made sure you separate worse than anybody. Because, of, you know, da, 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 whatever. The thing about it is, you know, last one. Ain't nobody else going to suffer. I know that must hurt. All your hard work. Everything you, you know, everything you put into this. You get nothing. It's all going. Not another woman will ever have to suffer. That's enough for me alone. I already know more more to it. Oh, you're going to have to suffer for what you did. Yeah. And that. But I don't care about that. I just care that another woman. I do care about that a lot. But I just, more than anything, I care about it. No other woman will ever have to suffer like this ever again to me. Ever. Ever at the hands of you. That's it. I'm so blessed. I'm blessed. I thank the Lord every single day he birthed me, June 24th, 1997. The day your, your fate was set in stone. <laughs> I know you hate me. I know you hate me. And who wouldn't? <laughs> but anyways, you know, I'm so blessed because they sure knew not to touch no white girl. What was going to happen to them? They was doing it in the spirit. They was going to get exposed a lot sooner. And I've been, I've been going through so much. I've been going back and forth, battling with them to the point where they're trying to get me to submit. Like, you know, if you don't somehow submit to me and, you know, give up your fight and just accept this as your fate, you're going to suffer for the rest of the That's a big thing to say now, only being 24 years old. I know that that's a mighty, you know, big, you know, declaration to make. But guess what? <laughs> I seen hell. I ain't going there. So, you know, I think I'm making the right decision. I know I'm making the right decision. And I was in hell. I was there. I bust out of there. I bust out of hell. And if you say I'm lying, you know, you lie, you making stuff up. You ain't bust out of hell. Dude. Well, if I ain't bust out of hell, this ain't happening right now. This is true as this is. So it's that I burst out of hell. I was in hell. They put me in hell for nothing. They put me in hell for... Um, They put me in hell for being the... In, they put me in hell for being a very embodiment of their fate. They put me in hell for being a vessel of God. 
So, you know, I don't know. I don't need no appreciation. I don't need no thank you from nobody. I don't need no pat on the back. Oh, my God. Thank you. We worship you. No. Give it all to Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. I'm sorry if I sound tired. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning. But the Lord is worthy. The Lord is worthy. He is worth our praise. Like, I know I'm telling you so many different people, so many different women will look at my situation and everything I've been through and say, why didn't you give up on him? Why didn't you, you know, after everything the Lord allowed to happen to you, he didn't have to let them actually hurt you in order to end them. He has the power to end them without you ever having to be a victim. You didn't have to be the last. The last person could have been the last. Why did he allow that to happen to you? Listen. It hurts. It really does. It hurts that I had to go through all of this. But the fact of the matter is, you know, after everything the Lord has shown me, after everything I've gone through, after everything they put me through, if somebody can put you through all of this, if somebody can, you know, take you through all of this because of who you are to God, you need to understand they whatever it is that they about to go through, whatever it is waiting on them, trust me, it's worth it. Because the fact of the matter is, you, <laughs> you probably like, okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and get a little rundown what I just felt like doing anyways. Almost about to skip over it, but I'm not going to let that devil win. Here's the thing. So, they found me praying. They, like. They, not only say they find me, they didn't find me. God planted me. God planted me and knew that they was going to bite the bait. Like I said, why me? And they so mad they bit the bait, but so is the fish when they flop out the water. You bit the bait, it's too late. But anyways, God planted me and they bit just like a fresh worm. And I'm telling you, like, it was the worst mistake they ever made in their life. They wish they overlooked me that day. I promise you, they wish. I don't want to say it like that because saying it like that is underestimating the fact that they knew who I was. That's the sad part about it. They didn't choose me because I was just, they wouldn't have chose a witch. I don't want to say that. I don't want to speak for them. I don't know if they would have chose a witch. I don't know if they would have chose a wicked person who they felt like deserved it. But the thing was, like I said, it was getting messy. It was getting reckless. 
because at first I feel like for to a certain extent they was I don't even want to get them that benefit of the doubt, but I do feel like to a certain extent almost they was making sure they was only getting the gold diggers, only getting the ones who they felt like deserve it. I'm not justifying nothing that they did because no woman ever deserves this. And who are they to judge? You know, throw yourself in there. And so I'm not justifying nothing that they did. And God isn't either. But, you know, I feel like to us, this, I'm just telling what I feel like. I feel like they was justifying it by telling themselves that, you know, we only get in a girl, the women who deserve it, the dirty one, not dirty, I ain't gonna speak for that, but the, you know, gold diggers who only want dudes with statuses would do it for a dude with, stat, with a status, but think it's somehow different. Like, you just a prostitute. And, you know, like, that's their mindset. Their mindset is, if you only mess with a dude because of his money, you a prostitute. So they put it, he put you in a prostitution ring, even though that's so wrong. But they feel like it's, it's nothing wrong with it. It's the same thing than what you've been doing before. And you weren't getting paid for it before, and you ain't going to get paid for it now. For real, I don't know how it would go for anybody outside of all I know is they was justifying it like that. And then they start getting messier. Where it's like, you know, they got so used to getting away with it that they didn't even, you know, necessarily only do this people who they felt so called deserve it. They didn't even necessarily was only putting the women in there who were so called gold diggers. They was getting the good girls. They was getting the good girls. They were, they was, they were setting good girls up. You know what I mean? Like, for the gold diggers, the easy ones, they like, oh, that was easy. She already showed her hand. I ain't even got to set her up. But for the good girls, they knew it was wrong, so they had to make, you know, the good girls wrong. Like, for example, how they tested me. Like, Oh, you know, what would you want out of it? Or, you know, you want to be with an NBA player for a night? And I said no. And I moved forward with my life. And I prayed you away. And you still went forward anyways. And then moving forward, what did you do? You try to make it seem like I would have did that anyways. It just took a little bit more coercion. All I had to do was tempt her a little more. All I had to do was stay on her a little more. She must have knew something. But you knew you would have did that anyways. It didn't matter if I was, you know, if I deserve in your terms. Like, you supposed to be able to judge whether I determined or not. But it doesn't matter if I deserved it or not. It doesn't matter if I deserved it or not. You would have done it anyways. You don't care. And then after you realize how wrong you was, that you really got the wrong one. But you don't even realize God set you up. But after you realize you got the wrong one, you worked overtime to make it look like you was not wrong. So that you never had to answer for what you did. And you said you didn't care so that you can get away, get away with it. And you told yourself, just like a fool, 
God is not seen. God is not real. And he watched through the whole time. He knew you was like that. He knew you was doing that. He knew you didn't really care who you was getting. He knew you were trying to justify saying, I'm, this person deserves it. This person, you know, is pretty much prostituting themselves off anyways by only dealing with guys with money. So this is what they deserve. And this is, you know, balancing the world. You feel like you was right. You feel like you was in a position to judge. But he knew it didn't matter to you really. You were so corrupt and you had to be to feel like you was even in a position to judge anybody like that. If you ever feel like you're in a position to judge and you go and do something, casting judges judgments on people thinking you are right and they're wrong, as wrong as you are, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He Literally, what you just proved is that it don't matter who it was. It don't matter if she deserved it or not. You would have did it anyways because you corrupt. You corrupt. That's why he set you up. Oh, how he set you up? Because he made sure that he put somebody in your path that didn't deserve it. And guess what? It wasn't hard to tell she didn't deserve it. It wasn't hard to tell she was innocent. But it wasn't that it wasn't like you was looking for that. Because you did not care. It never mattered. And that just justifies that each and every single last woman that you thought you was putting in there because they deserve it. Never deserved it. Not one of them. Because you're not even in the position to judge. What do you mean? Like you're not, you're wrong. How can you judge when you can't even see the bigger picture? You can't see the big picture. You cannot judge when you're corrupt. The Lord says, take the log out of your own eye before you can take the speck out of your brothers. Let he who was without sin cast the first stone. Do you know what that means? That means you're so wrong, you don't know what's right. So how you going to tell somebody else what's right? You corrupt and you deserve that. You got set up just like you were setting people up. But um, moving forward, you know, I don't know how anybody could even do that anyways with, with a child or daughter daughters planning on have daughters or even women in a family they don't care about nothing or nobody trust me but the thing about it is you know one thing i realized is really the way that they was doing that how they were sleeping at night was they was telling themselves this girl was not a good girl this girl deserved that this girl was already wrong this girl only messed with guys for statuses or money so that must you know they was doing it already anyways i ain't do nothing but you know put them on the path that was on what i ain't wrong that's how you slept that night <laughs> and god said i don't you know i don't know how you sleep because you lying to yourself it's not surprising though because you got to be lying to yourself to ever feel like you such an amazing human being that you can even cast that judgment. Like, how do you not look yourself in the mirror and say, think all your mistakes, all your wrong, all your sin, all the things that you are not doing perfectly. You're not perfect. You're not Jesus. Your lies, your cheating. You, tell me you never committed not one sin ever in this world. 
like it because even that young man who went to Jesus and said, Jesus, I know all the commandments. And up until this day, I have followed every single one. I have not committed not one sin, not one. Jesus said, okay, well, sell all your possessions and then come and take your, take up, you know, come walk with me as one of my disciples. And that man walked away because he was rich. And he was like, I can't do it. Sin. How are you going to be rich? I don't care if you never lied. She just told her violating none of the commandments. You can't even be rich. While people out here starving. Living up plush, comfortable. Feet kicked up. You never lied. Stole you. None of that. You perfect, right? But you rich. Nah. Remember, you had to sell all that. And go become one of Jesus' disciples. Don't forget that part. So, I don't know. Something tell me, like, you know, this person is judgmental as they is. I don't feel like they was even perfect enough to even, you know, even like the man in the story who didn't violate none of the Ten Commandments. I don't even feel like they was even that, you know, one point. I don't know their life. But, you know, it's kind of debatable. You know, you would consider it only because for you to be so, you know, for you to be so arrogant, you know, and judgmental, you must have it all right. You ain't never made it. You ain't never did nothing wrong in your life, have you? You're perfect. But the only perfect man who ever existed was Jesus. So I know that ain't true. But let's say you didn't did enough to make you feel like you can do that. (laughs) I don't care. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, we see how that's turning out for you. For real. But, you know, as wrong as I am, he used me. As wrong as I am, as wrong as I am every single day, as wrong as I still am, he's using me. And I know it's a bunch of people want to chime in right now. But you ain't doing this. But you ain't doing that. It'd be a miracle if you get out. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This all I hear. You ain't out yet. You still wrong. It's not what you think. You, you, you being lied to. You know, you ain't really doing nothing for real. Like, God ain't saving you. Um, You so wrong. You know, you'd be lucky if you ever get out of this alive. You know, uh, what else am I hearing? Um, You deserved it. Um, I'm getting away with this. Uh, God's on my side, not yours. Ooh, I love that one. Um, I'm more right than you are. Ooh, I love that. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, he's so amazing. And guess what? Like, what, what can I say? Look at this situation and don't lie to yourself again, which got you in this situation. Because you said you ain't lying. And you lying to yourself. 
Yeah, that's a sin too. So, and then another, you know, it's another sin because how a person going to even, you know, feel like you look good enough to even put you in a sex trafficking ring. And doesn't that mean that you're looking upon somebody with lust? That's a sin. And that's adultery, especially if you marry. That's adultery if you marry. It's a lot of sins. I can, I don't even got to know your life and I can just call out a lot of them. Judgment, judge, being judgmental, that's a sin. Judging someone is a sin. You're not even supposed to form an opinion. That's a sin. What else? Uh, a vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Clearly, that's a sin. You know, even taking vengeance into your own hands or, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, I mean, putting somebody in a sex shop, you can read so many different sins with that. Like... For example, this is in a spirit, so ain't you causing somebody else to commit adultery? You are, you know, their blood is on your hands and somebody commits suicide, so that's murder. Um, lying, I already said that. Cheating, you know, like, yeah, I already said that. What else? Um, covetousness is... Are you committing covetousness? Is that covetous? I, it, I can find that. Yeah, I can find covetousness in that because, you know, covetousness is a look upon someone else and want someone else's things and want it for yourself. Well, I guess you're doing that with God. You looking upon God's ability to judge. You wanting to judge for yourself. Covetousness. Idolatry. Absolutely. I mean, you ain't doing this by the will of God. So that must mean you worshiping Satan. Idolatry. False gods. You see yourself as a God enough to judge like this? Like, we are little gods. We are gods. The Bible says we're gods. But by the grace of God. So, false gods, you know. Um. What else? I said lying, cheating, murdering, murder, covetousness. Idolatry, adultery, um, oh, bearing false witness against your neighbor when you lied on me. When you try to justify what you did when you knew I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve to be in this ring. And you can lie and say that that's not true at all, that I you still feel like I did. But, you know, God set you up. So we all know that wasn't true. Um, What's another thing? It was one I just had a uh, very false witness against her neighbor. A false testimony. Uh, that's false testimony. What else? I think it's for, it's fornication. One of the ten commandments. That would be adultery, right? Mm. I'm sorry, I gotta look this up because I just had it in my mind which another devil was attacking me right now. So. name in vain I don't I can't say that I have you know um evidence of that but
but I'm pretty sure you did. I don't want to speak on that though. You might, you most likely did though. Uh oh, honor thy father and mother, and keep the holy day the Sabbath. I don't know if you're keeping a holy day, but I do. I don't know if you even honor your father and mother. You probably is. But to be quite honest with you, it really wouldn't matter. Because you didn't already perverted and twisted the word of the Lord so much that got you to this point. Make you feel like you can even do what you're doing. You wrong. You ain't never been right. Never. So, it don't even matter if I go down the list of the Ten Commandments. You're wrong. You're wrong. Even if you somehow technically obeyed each and every single last one of them, you're wrong. You're wrong. The only way you would have possibly even been right at all, you still ain't right, is to mind your business and stay out of it. Stay out of people's lives and stop judging other people at all. Or feeling like you can't. Even thinking you better than somebody, you sinning. That's a sin. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like people are delusional. It's a strong delusion, man. Satan, he is so crafty. Because you be thinking you so right. And you be thinking, you know, I need to go do the Lord's work. And you think you're doing the Lord's work. Excuse me. I'm telling you, he'll lead you right into sin. But that's okay, though, you know. It's okay because we all sin. You know what the problem with that is? The problem is when you feel like you're right, when you don't see that you're wrong and you unrepentant. That's the danger of falling into sin when you think you're right. You don't know you're wrong and you don't ask for forgiveness. And you better do that before it's too late. I don't care how right you think you is. You think you ain't never been wrong. Ask forgiveness right now just in case. Right now. For real. You don't know. You don't know how wrong you are. So many different times we are wrong. I'm wrong every day, all day. I remember praying, asking for forgiveness all day, every day, all day, every day for like, I don't know how long, probably a week before I finally asked God, like, God, I've been praying, asking for forgiveness all day. Ain't I'm praying too much? And I asking for forgiveness. Forgive me for asking for forgiveness. I don't even need forgiveness for. He was like, what you mean? You ain't even, you ain't even begin to scratch the surface. I'm like, oh, you talking about all the stuff I've been doing. Yeah, you right, you right. He's like, nah, every day. You can ask me for forgiveness all day. And that still wouldn't cover your sin every day, all day. You wrong every day, all day. What you need to understand is that I was wrong. You know, I was in my sin a lot, but that don't make a difference because what you need to understand is God is counting every little thing. A lot of times we don't see it because we raised that way. We raised to think this stuff is okay. It ain't all the way your fault. But if you are repentant, that's your fault. You can be wrong and not know it, but you better ask for forgiveness anyways. Until you do. But. Like I said. Judgment is a sin. So I ain't judging you. But um. 
moving forward though you know i pray that you know everything i pray everything be all right with you i pray everybody be okay i pray that this is the last time this ever happens to anybody i pray everybody gets deliverance i pray everybody receive deliverance i pray you know peace protection love grace mercy on each and every single last person involved in this situation and not involved jesus christ in your mighty name Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for being present, Lord Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sufficient grace and mercy, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for keeping and protecting us and guiding us, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we come to you humbly and we ask you for forgiveness, Lord God. Forgive us for our sins, knowingly and unknowingly, Lord Jesus. Help us to focus on you, God. Help us to choose you, Lord Jesus, in any and all things. Help us to put you over any and all things in our life, Lord God. Help us to receive you, Lord Jesus. If anyone has not received you, Lord Jesus... We want to ask in your mighty name, you forgive and accept and receive them, Lord Jesus. I pray that they receive you, Lord God. Father, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for your precious blood that you shed on a cross for us, Lord God. Thank you for your life, your ultimate sacrifice, Lord Jesus, and the ultimate price that you paid for the forgiveness of each and every single last one of our sins, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you, Father. We love you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, all glory be to you, God. All glory be to you, Father. Because we thank you that you gave your only perfect precious begotten son Jesus Christ to come down in the flesh and die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins thank you that you love us so much that you have given him for us Lord Jesus Father forgive us for our sins Lord God when we're wrong we don't know it forgive me Lord God if I'm wrong and I don't know it but Lord God please help me to encourage somebody Please help me to help somebody, Lord God. I know you know my heart. And, Lord God, I just want anybody, anybody who I may be able to reach or access this, even despite, you know, the word I've been given from you, Lord God, thank you, Father. I love you. I'm sorry. And I thank you. Well, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your vindication. Thank you for your validation. Thank you for your acceptance, Father. Thank you for your grace, your mercy. Thank you. Because I know you are everything. I know you don't want me to you know, care about these things. I know you don't want me to expose these people, Father. Actually, I'm sorry, Father. Let me not speak for you. But I know that, you know, 
you are calling me to do a certain thing, Father, and I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to do the wrong thing. I don't want to make the wrong decisions, Father. So help me and guide me, and I thank you because I feel you agreeing with me. I feel you taking my side. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Forgive me when I'm wrong. Guide me. Speak through me. Help me to praise you correctly, worship you correctly, guide someone else to do so, Father. I pray that I'm reaching people through you. Excuse me. I pray that you're reaching people through me, Father. That your work is being done through me. Allow me to be a sufficient vessel, Father, for you. Thank you. And... I pray peace and protection over anyone who may hear this message or anyone, period, who needs you, Lord Jesus. Thank you in your mighty name, I pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So, I'm not even going to lie. Once I started praying that the Father's Prayer, I started feeling held to start worshiping, get up on my knees and start worshiping again. Like I did the night that, you know, demons start manifesting Demons came off of me. I was used as a vessel to deliver my sister. Excuse me. I just started, you know, actually, you heard the way I just prayed that prayer. I remember praying that prayer over a million times. My knees still haven't healed because of it. All my knees praying. To God, and I just felt compelled to do that again. But the reason why I didn't do it is because I I don't want to make excuses for myself. But I've been praying. I had prayed for like three or four months straight, and I'm still in pain. Six months later, my whole body aches every day. Pain pills don't help a lot of times. I'm aching every day. My I don't even feel. I don't even have energy in my body. I hate to make excuses. I just I know that the Lord gives me strength. He heals my body when I am in tune with Him. I don't feel a thing. The Lord is my pain killer. He is my healer, and if I want to be healed, I have to get up and pray. I have to find the energy. It's the devil making my body hurt every time I start praying. Because he want me to, you know, be in the flesh and be carnal minded. And I know. But, you know, how can I explain it unless you know what this is like? I don't know how to explain it. Like, man, I suffered for months. I prayed until I passed out. I fasted until I almost died. 
Like, I'm not going to lie, because the thing is, I know I wasn't going to die. God said I was not going to die. I could have fasted for 40 days, and I wouldn't have died. But I remember I fasted for 10 days straight until I got up and almost passed out. And I, and God, I feel like God told me, if you pass out, you ain't going to wake up. I almost passed out, but the Lord gave me strength. Like, he said, just take it slow, okay? Just breathe and walk slowly. And I, I'm i telling you, God told me. I don't know if it was a devil or a God because God was telling me I'm going to give you the strength. I'll never let that happen. But I got told, if you pass out right now, after 10 days of not eating, you ain't getting up. And I remember going to sleep thinking, I may not wake up. But I knew I was because God was with me. But, yeah, I don't even know how I did that. I really don't. I do. It was God. I never would have been able to do that without the strength of God. Period. I've been trying since. I don't know. I tried to fast three days. A month later, two months later. After that, I tried to fast three days for three days. almost passed out on my way to the mailbox. And then I walked and I prayed and I walked and I prayed. I walked in my, and I read my Bible. And I remember somebody said to me in the spirit, you going to the hospital. You going to the hospital. And then I kept walking and praying until I got so dizzy I almost fell almost passed out after three days of fasting and then like I don't know the Lord just I didn't want to go to the hospital and the Lord was just like you not going to the hospital you not going to the hospital you don't need that hospital don't go to the hospital they're going to try to kill you they not for you don't ever go to that hospital don't go to the hospital don't don't need it I'll heal you and then that's when I the Lord right before I would pass out because I felt this spirit kept walking me back and forth walking me back and forth and reading my Bible and I was telling myself the demon coming off of me the demon coming off of me and it was the demon I was killing whatever witch this was whatever demon this was that was you know um hurting me in the spirit I was killing it I could feel it a lot of times the hospital ain't going to be able to explain, like, different things that witches and demons place in your body. Like, and the devil, they place in your body, you know? And that, that was what was coming off of me and coming out. And that's when the Lord just sat me down on the couch, like, it's okay. I kept praying, and then that's your, next you know, one day I was giving birth to something. I was giving birth to something as I read the Bible, and I prayed, and I read the Bible, and every single time I prayed and I read the, and I read the Bible, my body was, like, tensing up, and I felt like I was giving birth, like, I really felt like I was giving birth, like, I've never given birth before, but I know what it's like now, I, I don't know if I can ever truly say that, though, until I do, but I was giving birth to something. And I remember they said, it's a demon baby. 
giving birth to a demon baby, but I think that they was lying because nothing ever came out. And, you know, the devil is a liar. He kept telling me all this different stuff, like, it wasn't even true. Just, like, try to convince me that, you know, um, just like the devil tried to convince me that, you know, I was going to lose my sister. And I didn't. So that was a liar, anyway. So I don't have to. I don't have to listen to him. God makes a way. I don't know way. And then I didn't like. I kept reading the Bible and focusing on the Bible. So I feel like I was giving birth, and then that's when I just couldn't no more. I couldn't take it no more. I couldn't read the Bible. I couldn't self deliver. I couldn't deliver myself. There's no way I could give birth like that and feel like I'm giving birth. While I read the Bible for myself, but nobody else would was around to do it for me. And every nobody cares. I I would say I can go to a, a church and have them do it, but I I don't know because I haven't tried. I'm not gonna speak for them. But like God has told me, they're not gonna be able to help. They they're they're not gonna be able to help you because this is what I'm telling you. You have to do me. This is what you have to do. And God also said, you know, that um, they all is, you know, not all of them, but any any pastor you gonna go to, they gonna be able to use. Any pastor you gonna go to, they gonna be able to use. And the different people that the Lord has led me to, that you know, I know it's not wrong. I know it's not corrupt. They have, I've asked them to pray for me. They have prayed over me. But God said, there's something I got to do. If it's possible, it might be possible. They might be able to deliver me. But in reality, God is telling me I got to do this myself. It's my, it's my, what do you call it? It's my, it's my destiny. It's my assignment. If I don't do it, I won't be who I'm destined to be. I'm a demon hunter. I need this. I need this. I need to do it. I need to accomplish it so that I can possess my full power and hone my gift. Otherwise, I won't ever be who I'm destined to be. And nobody can do it for me. I'm talking to God directly. I remember so many times saying, I need help. I need help. I need to find a pastor. I need people to pray over me in a circle. I need help. And God said, what more help do you need than the Lord Jesus himself? I'm here. Just keep going and don't quit. And I tried to for months. I do know that when I trusted in the Lord, as I trusted in the Lord, Nothing was able to affect me. Nobody was able to do anything. I have full control and full power over everything. Nobody can affect me at all. I mean, everything in this world. You might say, what? No, you don't. Yes, I do. You want to know why? Because every whoever it is is against me. Whatever witch, sorcerer, whatever demon, Satan, 
He has so much control over this world. So the Lord gave me control because, you know, when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, when I'm honing my gift, when I'm not weak from not fasting and not listening and not doing what he told me to do, not worshiping out all day. I have power because, you know, that's the only thing that's fair. Like, it's not fair that I have to, you know, the whole world can be used against me. And they they all wicked. Not all of them, but a lot of people are able to be wicked and against me. It's not fair. So, give me power to make it even, make it fair. But only at this power I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I have to suffer. And it's so sad because a lot of times I'm just suffering. Like, so many different times the Lord gets so tired of me. He about to throw me back. He really be about to throw me back. He don't know what to do with me. So many different times he be ready to throw me back into the pit. That's what I call it. Hell. And... I don't be knowing what to do. I be fighting. But I'm telling you, the Lord be so merciful on me where he's like, okay, okay, okay. I can't do you like that. I just can't do you like that. And I'm taking advantage of it, but not on purpose. It's just that when you've, I don't want to make excuses, but when when you've been through all that I've been through, and when you've done all that you think that you can do, only for it not to be enough, man. <sighs> you just don't know what to do. Imagine doing everything you can, fighting so hard for so long. And God keeps saying, it's, you're almost there, you're almost there. You feel so getting closer. But you don't have anything left. And God is running out of patience with you. But you just don't have anything left. You don't. You don't have it. And. He's telling you you do. And he's always right. But you just can't find it. You can't find it. I remember. I just. I remember just sitting on my floor, feeling like I was going to die. Like, just let me die. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm gone. I don't have nothing. I was fasting. I was praying. I was worshiping. I wasn't coming out of my bathroom for, I want to lie and say, yeah, I wasn't coming out of my bathroom for days. All I did was sit on my knees and pray and worship and and hope that I was getting closer and fast. And I was getting closer, but it still wasn't ever enough. I'll do, I would do it again, but I would have to have some sort of... I need something. I don't know what it is. I don't want to demand anything. I need help. 
I need real help. Like, if I get on my knees and I worship again, like, I need an extra boost. I need it to come out. I need it to come out as fast as possible. I need it to be obtainable. I need it to be obtainable. If I cannot obtain it, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm already just going to die. I'm just going to die. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to try so hard. I remember. I remember getting on my knees and worshiping after this scary dream. I had a vision that, you know, sweetie. The artist told me, you up next. And pretty much what she told me is out of all my worshiping. Guess what? I don't get a choice. I'm about to be in this for the rest of my life. But the only thing I get out of it is I get to be famous. Pretty much I sold my soul to the devil. I didn't, but. You know, he ain't giving me, I don't got a choice. If I don't get out of it, if I don't do what God told me to get out of it, that's what's going to happen. And I got up, and I, immediately I start worshiping God. Like, no, God, no, not me, not me, please, not me. And God showed me that I had slipped so far behind. When I got up. And I start worshiping with my arms to the sky. I saw this black darkness. It was this big heaviness on me. And God pretty much showed me. That's how far behind you got. Now you got to start all the way over again. Not all the way, I'm not going to lie, but it's pretty much starting all the way over again from where I was. And... I was like, I don't have it, God. I don't have it. I'm sorry I went to sleep. I'm sorry I stopped worshiping you. I'm so, I didn't stop worshiping him, but I, I, I laid down because I was, listen, do you know what it's like to stay in a bathroom for days worshiping God and not getting no sleep? I didn't, I, I fell asleep. And it took everything in me to get, actually go to sleep. And he tried to stop me, but. He had pushed me so far back. Every time I mess up, he put me back. So imagine all your progress you literally dying for. Every time you mess up, he push you back. He puts you back. You got to do all this over again. A lot of times he being so generous that if you focus and you trust him and you say, okay, whatever it takes, he'll let you get back your spot easy. Not super easy, but easier than it took for you to get there the first time. But I I don't know. I just feel like like after all I've done, after all I've done, like why can't it just be over? Like I've done I haven't done enough. Like, I'm so 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 sick. I'm so sick. Dying. People 
fingers again. I know 